Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak. Lay off the coffee. No. And Twilight. I am so glad I never got addicted to coffee. You should be. Why? Light's not... I don't know. You just, <laughs> just be happy you're not addicted to caffeine, nicotine, any other een. I am addicted to caffeine, just not coffee. And I am very much missing caffeine right now. Cursed you diet, not letting me have my soft drinks. There are, I mean, tea has caffeine. This is true. Tea does have caffeine. I've tried green tea. It tastes terrible. There, there are, are other many kinds of types tea. of tea. I've also tried orange peel tea. Also tastes terrible. Chamomile. Black tea. Mm, a good cup of black tea with a little bit of cream. Tea, oh great. I feel like cream Hot. would negate the whole thing about trying to be on a diet. That's why I said mm. a little bit. It's not or like just a little bit of milk. Yeah, you, you don't you don't do like what they do at the fancy cafes where it's like, here's this pretty image that I used with a half quart of cream into your coffee. Like, no. <laughs> so no. where's the coffee? There isn't any. <laughs> yeah. It's just colored cream. Uh light sent us a weird text message and then disappeared again he said something about peru this time i thought it was the dark dimension i thought it was no. in amazon he, that was last week he said something about the amazon then we didn't hear from him now he said something about peru i don't know what he's doing or he's why searching. he's in south america he's searching for the millennium puzzle oh shit <laughs> Someone told him that was just a TV show, right? I thought that was your job. Oh, You're shit. his keeper, not me. Ah, oh, shit. Well, we'll update you as soon as we know more. If he ends up trapped in the shadow dimension, we're not going to get him. We're terrible friends. Okay, look. I have never been good at collectible card games. I am not going to be able to free anybody from the Shadow Dimension. One of you want to try playing? <laughs> no, no, no. It's the Shadow Realm. Right. Shadow Realm. I'm not sure what the difference is. One's a realm, no. one's a dimension. Yeah. Duh. Again, I'm not sure what the difference is. Size. You, you wouldn't understand? No, I wouldn't. It's okay. I don't even understand. I don't know what I'm doing. What are we doing here? Right, gaming podcast. Good. What have you been playing this week, Twy? Uh, pretty much just my hunting game. I got my first diamond rank kill. Yay. Hooray! What is a diamond rank kill and what uh, warrants pretty much one? When things spawn, they're ranked and a diamond rank is like 1% of all the creatures on the big map, which is Comparable to, like, Skyrim. So it's a fancy beast. Does it glow? No. Better. Well, that's a shame. Is it different colors? Is it like a shiny Pokemon? Is it like a blue deer? <laughs> uh, no. The different fur types are a different thing. But I have caught a piebald once. A what? A piebald. The animals that have random white patches. Oh, okay. So, so what was your diamond rank creature? Was it a deer? Was it a bird? Was it... It was a fallow deer that I discovered mostly by accident because I was trying to do a quest where I was supposed to get a gold rank on two fallow bucks. And 
in order to get that, you need one, a certain trophy ranking, and then you gotta kill it in one shot, which is pretty much just a shot through the heart. And you gotta pass a hunting check, which means you gotta have the right weapon, gotta be at a certain distance, gotta make sure you hit the right spot, you gotta hit a vital organ, and all kinds of other stuff. Basically, I've been doing that quest for like two weeks now, and yay, my final deer was a diamond rank. Well done. Sadly, it took oh. me to get a diamond rank to even finish that quest. Well, hey. One, you finished the quest, and two, you got a diamond rank. I see this as an absolute win. Yeah, it's only too bad I don't want to pay the $5 it takes to get a trophy lodge for me to display it. Oh, like $5 of real money? Yeah. That's so stupid. There are a lot of DLCs for that game like that. I mean... It's like yeah, Train like Simulator. Don't even get me started on how many fucking <laughs> DLCs there are for Train Simulator. Or explain. <laughs> wait, wait. I need to I need to pull this up on Steam now just so I can <laughs> laugh. It's like, it's like five grand. Are we talking so... Train Simulator 2020? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't um... there that... Uh... What was it? Mortal Kombat or something that had a DLCs like a few million dollars in DLC? No, no, that wasn't Mortal Kombat. So Sue me, I don't know many games. There's the core game for Train Simulator. Then for packages, there's Standard Train Simulator twenty twenty, Train Simulator twenty twenty UK edition, US edition. German edition, Chinese edition, Swiss edition. They're all different editions. And I think they technically come with their trains. Yeah, they come um, with all different trains from the region. And then the extra content for the game, there are 593. Uh, let's see. I, I actually, I want to put like, I want to see what it all is together. Like, let me put... There's no button to just put it all in my cart. Of course there isn't. There's not. Isn't there like bundles? Like, there's the bundles, but technically each bundle also comes with the game, and the base game is 30 bucks. Well, and each of, the minus each of the 30 packages. Bucks from the... Well, that's the thing, though. Each of the packages are $49.99, so they're 50 bucks. So it's 20 bucks for each pack. But the thing is, if you look at the DLCs, the base DLC is like uh, Welsh Marches, Newport to Shrewberry Route is 40 bucks. The SBB RAB 523 EMU add-on is 20 bucks. And I think that's just one train. So like yes. the individual DLCs cost as much as just buying the bundle and the game. So you might yep. as well just buy the game six times over instead of paying for the DLC individually. Well, that's just one DLC. There's like a there's all the 500. They must have taken down the option to show how much they all are together. <laughs> Cause because someone debated doing it. Yeah, because there's no there's no button for mind you. The people who, like, will buy all of these DLCs, like, this is all they play. They play so Train like Simulator. Me. They're like me. They get a new game and they obsessively play it for a few weeks. Yeah, but see, Twy, they don't obsessively play it for a few weeks. They've been Years. obsessively playing it for 
five years. Since, because technically, so all these DLCs are accumulated over all the different Train Simulator 20X games because the the base game, Train Simulator 2020, last year it was Train Simulator 2019. The year before that was Train Simulator 2018. It's the same game. They just like, add I the new routes over time. Yeah, they add the, you know, oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, it said you already own this game. Yeah, they add the gra- <laughs> they add the graphical updates for the new version and then a few new routes. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah cuz this... it's the release date is July 12th, 20 2009. Yep. Yeah. What? Okay. So just every year it's like, all right, here's the 2010 edition. You've got it. Yeah. By the way, you... here are all the new trains that have actually been manufactured and put out there since last year. Yep. In this DLC. Pretty much. Huh. It Honestly, it, I mean, and the game plays pretty well. I haven't played it in a hot minute, but it plays well. Honestly, it's probably the, cheaper. I wouldn't mind the DLCs in this hunting game if some quests didn't rely on you actually paying for them. And that you get the quest even without the DLCs. That's called pay to win. Yeah. <laughs> because there's one quest that I have that's basically go to this uh, field and hunt and kill things from a ground blind. Problem is, that field has no pre-installed ground blind, which is around the map. You can use them. But I can't be in that area and use this item without actually buying the DLC that lets me carry one more, carry one around. That just tells me that the game's broken, and they didn't yeah. actually think it through. A little yeah, bit, and it yeah. really bothers me because I have OCD and I want to finish every quest ever, or else I'm not going to be happy. Oh boy! But uh, I, I will say this about Train Simulator: it's probably cheaper to buy all those DLC than to become like a model train builder. Yeah, oh, like yeah, the people definitely. that have like the, the, the massive the, basements. <laughs> oh, I think the most like, trains. I think the most of those trains are a few thousand dollars. No. The motors to replace all of your trains. Yes. Yeah. But but still, like, making the diorama and the train tracks and then having the different trains and all that stuff, like, that shit's expensive. Upkeep on the trains. Electricity to run it. Don't forget that. Yep. Unless you no, actually it... build, like, a mini steam engine. To be fair, there are people who do that. Yep. I've seen them. It's weird. Also... Uh, on a related note, X-Plane 11 has $2,000 worth of DLC. Oh, it had a it, uh, buy all button? Yes. <laughs> it's all different airports, like modeled airports. Hmm. Like uh, like what Microsoft Flight Sim is doing. Right. With their uh, I hope you're not edition. spending $2,000 on a Flight Simulator's DLC pack. Because technically people can use those since they're so hyper-realistic to actually learn to fly planes. So I mean, having access to every airport to practice landing at them and approaching them. Well, the airports are still in the game. This is just basically giving you, like, you know, fancier graphics for the airports. Wait, so the airports are there. It's just a, it's a graphics update for said airport? <laughs> yes. Shit. <laughs> oh, wait, nope. I have no idea, actually. I've never actually bought any of these DLCs because hmm. I've never wanted the Amsterdam DLC. 
Wait, you don't want to fly to Seychelles, which looks like it's in some like. I mean, if they're in the game without the DLC, can't you just fly there and see if it's there? Well, he hasn't tested it. I haven't tested it. I've literally in X plane flown around my three local airports. <laughs> Cause that's all he cares about. I mean, I, I use these games as legit practice. Like I'm going to use the new flight I, sim 2020 as legit if, practice. Wait, you don't want to pra use the simulator to fly to each airport that's closest to us. I did. I mean, hell at one point you could uh, fly to the German Island East Frisia. I think that's how oh, it's that pronounced. It's either Frisia or Frieza. Frieza. Freezer. <laughs> ah, yes. I will fly to Lord Freezer. I'm. I you know the Freezer? You must be ice cold. No, we that have, would be my father. We have some Germans who listen to this podcast, and I've offended them all with that. Probably. I have the excuse so. as, to, as I don't, as I never actually seen the name typed out, and therefore I'm not actually trying to say it. I'm making a joke. So I hate them. Uh, don't hate me. I mean, we're we're all making jokes. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Hate them, don't hate me. I mean, there are much better reasons to hate us. I know. It's true. I got a list. <laughs> Wait, what? Shocker. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Control, what have you been playing this week? Uh, well, I haven't had a chance to play Fall Guys, because that's a game I want to play as a group. Um, possibly later on this week, I might play Bigfoot. Wait, what? Bigfoot. Uh, the game where you go with your friends and sacrifice them to Bigfoot? No, not that one. Uh, this is hunting Bigfoot, basically. Yeah, uh, like I said, go out looking for Bigfoot with your friends and sacrifice your friends to Bigfoot. <laughs> no, I'm not sacrificing anyone to Bigfoot. Um, but I haven't actually played that yet. Um, I installed and played for about 40 minutes Fantasy Star Online 2. Because it's free. And... Eh. Then you promptly put it back down again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember when the original Fantasy Star Online came out. And it actually wasn't... It wasn't bad. It wasn't anything to write home about. But it was, you know, it was still up there with the other games that were out there at the time. Um, Fantasy Star Online 2 is bland and uninteresting to me. Um, the combat feels like a slower version of, uh, well, actually, I, I would actually say it's slightly faster than Terra's. Oh my God. You're asking me to remember Terra. Why? Hey, hey, the combat mechanics in Terra were actually really good in my opinion. No, I, I know. enjoyed I'm just, Terra. I'm just saying. It's been so long. That That is true. And ter But Terra was also a beautiful game. For Terra, compared to pretty much every MMO at the time, and even some MMOs now, Terra was a beautiful game. Now, I won't deny it had the standard Korean style, you know, less is more for body armor on their characters and voluptuous women and hyper-masculine men. But you're going to see that in pretty much every MMO anyways. Um, but just the general art for it was gorgeous. And there are very few games that I think kind of fully matched up to it. Plus it was one of the only games where like the combat system was actually somewhat 
determined by skill. Yeah, it was it was an active combat MMO. Uh, yeah. You still had some lock on abilities, but knowing how to use the abilities that were not lock on was what made you good. Um, well, yeah, I mean, just using your bow, like you actually had to target and aim and shit. To a degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the auto shot for hunters was technically auto aim, but you almost never relied on that. You relied on your abilities. Um, but no, for Fantasy Star Online, its combat is a little faster than uh, Terra's was, but they try to make it feel closer to what Vindictus has. Which I would say Vindictus is a better version of Fantasy Star Online. So if you want something to play that's free to play as well, go with Vindictus over Fantasy Star. Um, less sci-fi, more fantasy. Me. I remember you telling me about Vindictus, and I think your exact selling point was big titty anime girls with guns. Wow. That is one of the characters. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, that <laughs> it's a Korean. This is very evident of Korean style MMOs because English um, American MMOs are your World of Warcrafts. And your Conan's. Yeah. Conan as well. And but that's the thing, like Conan looks like Skyrim, but naked. That's that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, fair. it's Skyrim in a desert and you're naked. That's Conan. Um I mean but, people play Skyrim now and their characters are always naked. That's a mod though. Those, Conan, yeah, those are mods. Just... You can just spawn in. Yeah, Conan. It was a. It was a setting. It was a feature. <laughs> um, but no, like I, I enjoyed Vindictus back in the day when I did play it. Uh, when I had a regular party for it. Um, and actually, they've increased the roster again because I don't recognize a couple of these characters. Um, but when you start off the game, you would select your character, and you didn't select uh gender so your character was predetermined by the weapon you were using so if you chose a character that used a great sword you were a specific character so you know cho choosing your weapon style determined what your character for the most part looks like um but they had a active combat system uh, the user interface was actually fairly friendly and like upgrading skills was not too complicated. Um, Fantasy Star Online, exact opposite. Its UI is so weirdly cluttered that like just trying to play through the first couple of missions, I'm sitting there half the time like, okay, what did I actually do to do that? That's never a good thing when a game makes you ask that. Like, how the fuck? Well, and the thing is, it's primarily just three buttons. Mouse one, mouse two, middle mouse. Those are your three attack buttons. But then you can switch your style with two different buttons. So now you have nine combos of buttons you can press. Some of those skills use energy. Some of them don't. But then you technically also have... I think it's like three different weapons equipped and you can swap through those. And it's like, that's a cool concept. 
but that makes combat so confusing. Because it's like, okay, well, if I'm trying to combo into this thing, I got to switch my weapon and then switch to this attack and then do this. And it's like, that is more thinking than I want to do in an active combat game. Yeah, generally it's just, I want to hit the thing, let me hit the thing. Yeah, hit the thing. When it tries to hit me, I dodge out of the way or block, and then I keep hitting the thing. You know, well-timed button presses, fine. I don't mind that. Like, the better timed you do your attacks that you know you might change what type of attack it is or you might get like it might have more damage output if you time it perfectly type of thing that's fine i don't mind that but when you start making it so that i have to remember like 12 different buttons to do a specific combo yeah no i'm i'm not playing a 2d fighter you know it's not just you know, left, right, left, right, A, B, start type of bullshit. Is it a good game? In my opinion, no. Is it a terrible game? No, but it's 100% not my style. Have we just done consumer advice? Yeah, yeah, you could put in oh, the hashtag, uh, well, there's already a YouTube channel for it, but uh, hashtag before you buy. <laughs> Except you don't buy it because it's free, so whatever. Um... <laughs> Hashtag before you download. Yeah, yeah, hashtag before you download. Let's see. I don't know if I ever actually talked about it, but I started playing a game called The Walking Zombie 2. Uh, I think you mentioned it briefly. I've put 16 hours into this game, apparently. It is... Apparently. Simple. I'm fairly certain it's a Unity game. Oh yeah, no, this this was the one we talked about a few weeks ago, because we, didn't we say it was like, it looked like it was kind of a mobile game? Yeah, okay, yes. And it, like, it ha it's free, and but it has in-game purchases you can make, and like, yeah. to get to your different objectives, you have a gas meter, and over time, you get free gas to put into your car, pretty much, but if you run out of fuel, you can't go to the next mission. So you would have to wait for it to recharge, which isn't a bad idea, honestly. Get people to stop playing the game for a bit, you know, go be social type of thing. Um, How dare you try to get me to stop playing your game <laughs> right? and be social? Right? How dare you? But don't tell me how to live social. my life. You can't but, make a game or be social. But the uh, the actual gameplay, for as simple as it is, is fairly enjoyable. I've I've had fun with it. It you basically turn into a zombie while playing it. It's not overly complicated. It's not overly fancy. But it's 100% one of, it's one of those games that you can just like, I'm going to switch my brain off for a while. Yep. Exactly. Um, got back into Vermintide for a bit off and on. Um, it's been out for a while now, obviously, and I'm, I feel like I've talked about it before, but they've, uh, they have made some changes. They've add, added some new content and some new maps. Um, and the new company... Character. Yeah, well, new class for a character. But you have to buy the character. And then the challenges for that class are behind a different paywall. That's so I won't, deny, I won't deny that was kind of scummy when I heard about it. But it was like... Am I ever going to care? Like, I've 
I've never really played the character that that DLC was for. And I don't really worry about the challenges anyways, because most of what you get from the challenges are cosmetics. So I was like, eh, I'm good. So I'm not worried about it. And I just play the sassy elf. Shocker. Shocker. I know, right? Um, But, I mean, it's it's always a fun game, especially if you can get four people Left for Dead style, go from point A to point B, kill all the things in your way. Um, I've already talked about Warframe mm-hmm. last week regarding the Heart of Deimos coming out at the end of the month. Woo! I'm trying to get back into Warframe. Now is a good time. I mean, they're coming out with more story stuff. So I look yeah, forward to that. It's kind of hard to get used to the controls again. <laughs> that is understandable. Um, and then the last one, which was kind of out of left field because it was a dumpster fire in the trash and it's slowly gotten better. Although at the same time, there are some aspects. I wouldn't say aspects that have gotten worse. Like the overall gameplay is, is a bit better, but some of the stuff that kind of sucked is still there. Fallout mm. 76. Ah. Oh, so that's why, why you were pulling it up a while again and again. Oh, trust me. I I asked him this morning when I saw him. <laughs> Are uh, you okay? I saw you were playing Fallout 76. <laughs> I, I was the multi. It was the fucking Microsoft paperclip. I see you're playing Fallout 76. Do you need help? Yeah. And. So I have a couple of buddies that re- that since it's free on Game Pass right now and they have Game Pass, they decided to download it to try it. And I was like, well, if you guys play it, you know, I'll I'll give it another, you know, college try type of thing and play along. Um, Everything's better with friends. It generally is, especially if it's supposed to be a multiplayer game. Single player games, uh, not as much unless you're streaming it. And then your friends can sit there and enjoy watching you die, die impotently die, flail die. against <laughs> bosses that juggle you like assholes. Fucking Kingdom Hearts. Um, or, but no. <laughs> or watch you die 85 times trying to get past a singular dog and its handler. Ah, uh, yes, your, your fun dog. romp in Last of Us. But, uh, but no, um, for 76... Because they've added the NPCs, so there are now other humans outside of players. They've added back in bandits, so you've you've got bandit camps now. Um, Hooray! Yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly, I I was kind of happy about that when I you know signed in and I went over to a nearby location to loot it. I was like, okay, I'm probably just gonna deal with some you know maybe a super mutant pack or. A bunch of skirt uh, scorched, and all of a sudden I see a dude running at me, and I was like, "That's not a robot. That's not a scorch. That's not a super mutant." And it's a dude wearing—I think he was wearing a Brahmin skull. Like he—he he was oh, done up like a psycho cultist, and yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, that guy's a human." But it's not a player. And I have to shoot it. Fuck yeah. And I blew his head off. In well spectacular done. fashion. Um, but they have uh, 
like some of the towns now, like some of the pre-established towns now have NPCs in them that give quests. So I was happy about that. I went over to one of them uh, and I only did the first step of it because I got distracted and found a different one where I had to save a dude who turns out to be like an ex-bandit and he has this whole long quest line sending me off to go murder bandit camps now. I was like, okay, I can get behind this because like they actually have backstory and details and information. I'm not so, sure they can pull them out of the muck and mire that that whole $100 subscription thing put them in, though. Oh, yeah, the uh, the Fallout first group. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It, like, you don't need that. During my entire time playing, like, I think I've... I played seven hours over the past, like, two days, three days. I bumped into one player and two player camps total throughout my entire time going around. Yeah, that's what the joke was. Here, pay us $100 for single-player worlds. How to get into a single-player world, just log into Fallout 76. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. You know, I would sign in, and there would be people all over the map. But I just never really bumped into them. They were like everyone was doing their own quests or their own things. So, you know, it's the Fallout first thing was very stupid, but whatever. That was a poor choice. It still exists. So, you know, someone's still paying it. But yeah, that that has been what I have been bouncing around in those have been All my right. things i don't what about have... you <laughs> halo lots and lots of halo lots and lots of halo that that's literally it that's all uh, apart from some vermintide and divinity oh yeah and i i played more divinity with chi which you know, the death counters at five, or the, sorry, the total party wipe. The TPK counter. Is at five. <laughs> and that's mostly because one of us ran too far ahead and incited the fight mm. before we should have. Which Good one? Job. It Who do you varies think? from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> mm hmm. But, uh. Um. But is yeah. the game good at least? Like, are you having fun with it? Divinity or Halo? Yes. Yes. Okay. I Divinity has always intrigued me. I just... I didn't play enough of it, like, alone. And now I actually have a reason to go through it. Because Chi's been bugging me for... Oh, dear lord. It's been a while to play. Um... I feel like we're going to start fighting, though, because I'm very much like, no, I'm just going to make my decisions as they come and just see where I go. And she's like, no, you need to you need to plan things, build your character like you would a D&D &D character. You can't just do shit I really mean, nilly. That's how you do D&D, too. I was about to say, I choose my spells <laughs> the day of leveling. <laughs> that is how I level. The only thing that you've planned ahead is that you are determined to get wings. I... I am, and that requires Siri to get to level 14, which That's isn't going to happen. That's you planned ahead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm playing a pyromantic uh, archer. 
So I'm putting points into both archery and pyromancy. And the cool thing about divinity is, because uh, I think I said this last week, when you're playing co-op, you control one member of the party and your co-op partner controls a member of the party. What about the rest of them? Isn't there four people or five people in the party? Yeah, you control your character plus the NPC and the other person controls their character plus the NPC. So ah. there's only four characters in the party. Okay, so each person controls two. Yeah, but that, that game definitely relies very heavily on status effects. So it's like, cast rain to wet the battlefield and make all your enemies wet. So when you use your shocking bolt on them, it does extra damage. I mean, it's it's just neat things like that. It's a fun game. Hit the oil barrel to set the entire room on fire. Yep. Which is always fun. I like that one. That was uh, quite neat to see you actually thinking outside the box like that. Hey, I thought I did well in that fight because I actually got Siri and my mage. Like, yeah, like I said, I was actually quite pleased you did so well. And then everybody just went for me because I aggroed the room. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, haha, I've done tactics. Shit. All these <laughs> melee fighters have targeted my ranged character. That's not good. That's why you um, keep your ranged character hidden behind all your melees. Well, to be fair, they were supposed to get the high ground advantage, and they can't do that if everybody teleports up to hit them. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, in terms of Halo, though, I'm on that uh, that 152 grind. I'm at Good level. Luck. I'm almost at, well. Now I actually have a chance to make it because of the news that happened today that upsets me. Go on. Halo. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I'm not, I'm not taking your thunder from you. They, they delayed Halo, and I know I said it upsets me, and it does because that was what I was very excited for this year. How long did they say they were pushing it for? They didn't. Uh, they just said until 2021. So that it's, could mean it's because of Craig. Well, Craig is part of it. And by the way, if you don't know uh, the Craig meme, Craig was a still shot people took from the gameplay reveal trailer of a brute with. It was a brute after he got his. Yeah, it was a brute after he got his helmet knocked off and he just. He looked looked so sad. sad. (laughs) Yeah, he just looked sad. Like, oh, man, you punched my helmet off. That wasn't very nice. But, yeah, no, the Halo community, for the, because I don't know if I actually said this after the gameplay premiere, the Halo community shit itself, like, aggressively. <laughs> and so they, they, pretty much everybody called for 343 to delay, and nobody thought they actually would. But I guess they've now come out with, uh, you know, the realization that if they want to make the best multiplayer they can, the best campaign they can, if they were going to push it out this year, they wouldn't have had time for a beta or any kind of flight testing, really, with the community who they really want 
to do that with. Because guess who's been giving them all the feedback on the MCC, and that's why the MCC is fantastic. Yeah, it's the community, by the way. So they want to have, like, public community testings. That's what I'm assuming anyway, so I'm guessing it'll come out spring of next year. That's my guess. Yeah, probably. Considering Xbox Series X will launch this holiday. Which mildly means they lied. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Series X was supposed to have Halo as a launch title. And now it won't. So, yeah. But, yeah, otherwise, I've been, uh, apart from that, like, I won't get too much into Infinite's thing. It's like, it's delayed, it sucks, I'm over it. <laughs> I actually convinced Control to play Halo 5 this week, and that was... Honestly, not that bad. Mind you, we didn't play like competitive. Oh, I was about to say, fight. yeah, it was it was PVE. I'm I'm good with Halo PVE, but that PVP man gets me ragey. Oh, trust me, I may or may not have almost snapped my uh, controller in two the other day while doing the PVP for Halo Five. Mostly because for some reason I can't land a shot to save my life. E, but oof, it's the controller, man. Like I'm, I'm so used to mouse and keyboard now for shooters. I know I can't use controller. See, I'm still used to it for because I still use it for Halo MCC competitive because you fucking have to. Because the aim assist. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't know. I, I didn't feel like it was there in Halo Five. Like, while we were playing, I didn't feel any aim assist. There's a little bit of it, especially when... There's not as much of it with the Magnum, but there's definitely a lot of it with the Sniper. At least mm. a lot of bullet magnetism. See, I haven't used the Sniper yet, and I'm pretty sure, yeah. like, out of those requisition packs, I have, like, it. 50 <laughs> Sniper rifles, just like how I have 40 fucking tanks. Keep spawning hey, them. <laughs> oh, man, my I tank haven't... blew up. Boop! Here's my tank. I haven't used a sniper rifle because my best friend would kill me if I took it. It's not PvP, so he can't. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no friendly fire in Firefight. Yep. So, sad day for Miss Twilight over here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Aim with that... You. <laughs> I I think we can... Uh, take a quick break here run some promos and we'll be back in just a moment don't go anywhere hey everyone it's anton host of the discount podcast look man monies can suck a lot the weekend's over you got to go back to work maybe you can't stand your co-workers which is likely whatever the case may be we can help you make your monday just a little bit better check out our show the discount podcast where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything it's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start every week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. 
Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed those promos. Go check out those awesome friends of the show. Now. I like how he I said know that we said it as a question. It wasn't meant to be. It was just the weird inflection of the way I said it. Anyway. So, front half of the show, obviously, talked about Halo getting delayed. What I wanted to talk about on the back half of the show is Halo as a whole. Like, how it's changed since Halo 1. And also how video game sequels improve and how generally the video game communities react to this because we all know how halo started with halo 1 2 3 very arena based your basic movement jump crouch aim down sights with certain weapons that's it then halo 4 comes out or halo reach comes out and adds sprint and armor abilities community hates it partly I mean, like, I don't know. I, I do kind of hate the fact that sprint had to be an ability. That Well, that was the thing. It was either ability shouldn't be in the game or sprint should just be a thing you should do to make room for a different ability. Yeah, I, I would go with that, that second one, which is what they did in five. And four. I know and we four? don't talk about four, but we kind of have to talk about four. <laughs> Admittedly, I, I I don't remember much about 4. That's fine. There wasn't much memorable about 4. Because 4 took the reach, like... So, every Halo fan, for the most part, regards at least 2 and 3 as the best Halo games out there. That That's who you talk to. The problem is, the people who regard 2 and 3 as the best Halo games... And I was having a conversation with another streamer about this. They are unwilling to learn a new system. Like, fine, we'll skip over. Halo 4 was Call of Duty. That That's what 343 was trying to do. They were trying to turn Halo into Call of Duty. It didn't work. <laughs> Everybody hated it. Everybody hate. Okay, there's some people who liked it, but those people are weird. <laughs> I apologize if you're one of the people who liked Halo 4's multiplayer. I enjoyed the story, didn't care much for the multiplayer. Halo 5, which I did not like when it launched, because I'm such a fan of Halo 3. I didn't like the clambering system, I didn't like the thruster pack, and I still, to a point, don't like the thruster pack. It's weak. That's that's it, my thing about it. It it it's weak and it's I'm going to be honest in a gunfight on like I'm I'm addressing this strictly from an online perspective. Mhm. Like a PVP perspective. It's 
it's an easy way to get out of a gunfight if you know what you're doing. So it's another mechanic to learn. On top of learning the map layouts for sprint and clambering. And sliding, because they added sliding. And now you have the thruster pack that can easily... You know, somebody can juke you in a gunfight and turn the gunfight on you. Which is cool. If you remember to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it took me a hot minute to get used to that when we were doing the firefights. Yeah. But once I started making better use of that little boosty bit, it I started to see a notable difference. Because it was like, okay, trying to sprint around everywhere on the map isn't as effective. So I started using the boost better. Because found out, if you do a quick AB, so you jump and then you immediately boost, you actually get better distance than just boosting. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I didn't I didn't know about that. So I was just trying to boost and I'm like, wow, this, this is absolutely useless because it takes me out of sprint. And then I started doing that. I was like, oh, and then I finished the animation. Then I land and I'm right back into sprinting. That makes so much more sense. Yep. For, for the, um, for running your words. in, I'm trying <laughs> for running in like PVP for like map control, mm -hmm. you have to get that down. It's like you have to know when to boost, where to clamber, where to slide, how to control that. And it adds a depth to the game that a lot of people I don't think feel like is core Halo. But here's the problem. Halo 5 ripped that out for one of their double XP game modes for Mythic, Fire, for Mythic Arena. Mm -hmm. So there's no sprint, no clamber, still has the thruster pack. But huh. otherwise, it's the base Halo movement system. And I realized something while I was playing that. Halo 5 is the correct evolution of a Halo game. So like, what brought you... What, what kind of brought that realization about? So I, I've had this realization for a while now. It's just because I'm getting back into it. And I'm comparing it with Halo 3 and how the guns feel. And yes, the guns feel very different in Halo 5. Like the battle rifle doesn't feel right because they added a weird recoil thing to nerf it. Fix the battle rifle 343. I mean, I didn't have an issue with the battle rifle, but that's yeah, me. Yeah, but we were also, like I said, we were playing PvP. That a PvE, lot of my opinions come PvP. from or sorry we were playing pve a lot of my opinions come from pvp right because that like halo 5's campaign is hot garbage <laughs> that you you can't fix that the story's bad you've you've lost on that one but you can still fix the multiplayer and the multiplayer is worlds better than it was at launch and i think this thinking about it as an objective thing of you are playing as a super soldier right right him being able to pull himself up a ledge without having to do a weird crouch jump now mind you there's still weird like little movement tricks like that to get to areas faster but you know being able to sprint being able to slide it all makes sense and once you learn those mechanics and it and you get them down 
well, suddenly it's just Halo, but with some extra stuff in it to help keep you alive. Yeah, extra fluff. Yeah. And I mean, if Infinite removed the thruster pack, I would not shed a tear. <laughs> if they removed Spartan Charge and Ground Pound, I would not shed a tear. I still don't get that. I mean, it, it's the shoulder charge from Destiny, pretty much, and then... Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't... Out of all the abilities, like, people in the community say that Sprint doesn't have a place in a Halo game. I'm sorry, guys. Sprint's been in since Reach. Halo's never gonna go back to Halo 2, or Halo 3, for that matter, because the gaming industry as a whole has moved on. And if Halo wants to stay relevant and competitive... They have to change, and they can't just cater to you. But I'm the core market. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Us old guard Halo fans are not the core market anymore. We are the niche. And that, that's the thing. Learn, adapt, conquer. That That is what video games do with their sequels. Like, look at Mass Effect. We've talked about Mass Effect at length. Mass Effect 1. Very RPG. Very Knights of the Old Republic style gameplay. You look at Mass Effect Andromeda and Mass Effect 3. Cover based shooter. Action RPG. Because that's what people wanted. Like, yeah. It's, Evolu it's not... Evolution over time. Exactly. And that's what Halo is doing and I think that's one of the reasons that it, I mean, that's obviously one of the reasons that it got delayed so they can make sure it's the best it can be with the new systems while still adhering to what the, the old guard wants. Cause I mean, you do still have to keep the old guard. Cause if they just abandon the game, then who's going to tell people how awesome halo is. Yeah. The, you, you can't just ostracize the, I don't want to say the founding group, but like you're, you the do not want, yeah, you don't, you don't want to ostracize a key portion of your market because those are the ones who are going to be the most vocal about it. Exactly. And I no. think that was a big, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I was going to say they're also the most vocal about the things that they dislike, which was something we saw when they put out that trailer where it was like, oh, the graphics look terrible and all this. And it's like, well, one, they were trying to show off the gameplay and special mechanics. So. But the you know, grapple hook has no place in Halo. I mean, what? Do you want him to have a fucking gravity gun that yanks things towards him? Although that would be kind of interesting. That's just Half Life. I know. Maybe not a gravity gun, but fine. A zero would you like a gun that manipulator. allows you to? I was about to say, would you like a gun that allows you to create two teleporters on the map? Yeah. <laughs> but no, but like no. it's it's not a bad idea, and it's like, yeah, you latch on to small things, it drags it towards you. You latch on the big things, it drags you towards it. Exactly, and people were saying like, oh, an elite would never get dragged. Like, Master Chief would never get dragged by an elite. He's a Spartan in a super suit. Yeah, the point is not the physics of it. It's the fun aspect of you're getting pulled towards this man who you can now punch violently in the face. 
Yeah, go Superman punch an elite to your heart's content. Exactly. And, I, I mean, I, I was on the forums after that trailer launched, and so many people were like, Ugh, why are they bringing back Sprint? I don't want Sprint. Hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, Hey guys, uh, been here since Halo 2. Sprint's not that bad. <laughs> well, I've been playing longer than you. Yeah, probably, but Sprint's not that bad. Every game has it now. Yeah. It, it's kind of an expected feature in shooters, and well, it's weird when they don't have it. And that, that was always one thing that, like, in old-school shooters, guess what? They The reason they didn't have Sprint was usually because your dude ran faster. Like, look at old Doom. He didn't technically no, have he... Sprint. He just ran faster than his own goddamn rockets. Yeah. That's just how he moved. He didn't need to exactly. have sprint. And Master Chief has kind of always moved at a slow jog. But the the issue okay, at that point then, jog. Yeah, yeah, but then you come to the point, though, that it's like, okay, you are this super soldier in super armor, but you can easily get taken out like a bitch. So... This slow movement, plus the fact that you will get decimated if you stand in place for too long. It's like, no, you need to have some sort of fast movement. You need to be able to get from cover to cover or position to position. Because if you're going for that slow jaunt in the open, you're going to die. Exactly. And, I mean, that was something people had to learn back in Halo 3 and Halo 2 is how to move through the map without getting shot and halo five is the same way yeah. like it's objectively not a bad game at all i think it did a little bit too much at once and ended up hurting like alienating too much of the core fan base which made its player numbers drop drastically but you know, I still say, like, if you're looking for something Halo, it's still Halo. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is still a Halo game. And I don't know how I went on for another, you know, 10 minutes about Halo, but I did. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I wanted to tie that into just games changing in general. But I mean, we, we've we covered the game series that have changed mechanically over the years. Yeah. And as they needed to. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's something that does need to happen. Like, you should always have your core mechanic. Like, your your core mechanics stay the same between each game whatever they may be, but you start adding or adjusting things over time because if you just copy and paste your, like your, bleh, I can't even think of the right words. Um, if you copy paste your core mechanics and you don't change anything about that and you just slap a new coat of paint, that's not a new game, that's a remaster. And we get plenty of remasters. Yeah. But, you know, 
an actual evolution. I mean, hell, this is one we actually haven't talked about. Final Fantasy series. And just how drastically it has evolved to being a wholly different gameplay style. Like, old school Final Fantasies were always turn-based. Turn-based RPGs up until, what was it, 10. No, 10 was turn-based, sorry. Um, And then 11 was their first attempt at an MMO. It flopped. And then you got to 12. And 12 was still somewhat turn-based. You still kind of had that time bar that you had to work with. I'm leaving out the tactics games just because they're tactics. It's still turn-based in a sense. Um, But 12 had the time bars where it was like, okay, your ability is now charging up. Or like you could do basic attacks one after another, but your skills took time to use. And... Be, them, be they attack skills or assistance skills or whatever. It took time. But you could move around the map all you wanted. All around the... Com- Hell, actually, yeah. It was just the basic map. It wasn't even like a secluded combat map. It was just an open area. Then you got 13. Second attempt... Or 12. 14 was the second attempt at an MMO. You got 13 where they went with more... They started going into a much more active style of combat with the combos and implementing the summons the way that they did uh the way that they did magic was different and so that was the next step it wasn't worlds away from 12 but it was enough of a step forward that everything did feel new and refreshing now for the game itself (laughs) hot garbage i don't care that they made three of them it was hot garbage. Um, and then you got Final Fantasy VII Remake. Where they've now completely embraced the active RPG system. So your character is able to run around, jump, cast magic, swing their sword. You know, None of it is time-based outside of your ability bar. So you could do your basic attacks as much as you want. There's no stopping you. Now your skills have a your skills, magic, and summons have the restriction of the ability points, but you recharge that naturally and every time you hit an enemy. So, you know, being aggressive and dodging attacks and blocking attacks is all rolled into the mechanics. You have a jump in the learning curve and a very large step forward but it was natural albeit yeah. a little challenging at times um but that that's just something that hap- that needs to happen for every game and so with your comparison for halo where you know they started adding the new abilities um you know first was just sprint and people had a fit about that and then it was the armor abilities and people had a fit about that and it's like okay well we'll remove the armor abilities because, yeah, they're kind of weird. And then they implemented, you know, Sprint's now a permanent thing. And now you've got these booster jets. And, you know, pe- people make use of them. People sometimes will probably still gripe about them. And now adding this grappling hook, it's like the grappling hook is not a bad idea. It's a new mechanic, but it doesn't break the core of the gameplay. It exactly. just gives and- you a new choice. 
And they said it's going to be a pickup, you know, a la Halo 3. For multiplayer. Yeah. Campaign, it's just something you'll end up having at one point. But yeah, for the multiplayer, it's not a permanent thing. It's just, oh, hey, the grappling hook is available over here. You can go get it as a temporary upgrade. Exactly. And I, I don't have any... I have no issues with that. And yeah, no, games need to change. It, it just, it's the natural order of things. Yep. So uh, this is going to be my moment where I just, you know, call out an entire group of gamers. Stop um, being little bitches. Yeah, basically stop being a little bitch and let people like things. <laughs> Just because it's not the fucking thing that you're, you know. Well, and the fact that it's optional, then at that point, it's like, okay, don't use it. Yeah, you don't have to grab it. But what if somebody else grabs it? That sucks. Guess what? Welcome to PvP. Kill them before they kill you. Yeah. Like. Embrace change, learn, adapt, all your friends overcome, must die. and you'll be fine. But you guys don't want to learn and adapt and overcome. You want to still be good at the thing you were good at 10 years ago. And you can still do that. Go play Mass Chief Collection. Yeah. Let new people enjoy the new thing if you don't want it. You, no one's forcing you to play the thing. Do the if, thing. Do the if, truffle shuffle. No. <laughs> if you if you really want to play the new Halo and it really bothers you, then I think you have other issues. I think you just don't want to play the... I, you don't want it to change. You want it to be the same thing. I have said that like eight times in the last two minutes i need yes, to stop you have. somebody st- somebody stop me all right so moral of the story change happens get used to it you don't have to use the change keep doing you just don't be angry when somebody who is using the change and has adapted to the change whoops your fucking ass I mean, also it's kind of hard not to be angry when someone whoops your ass. I'm just saying, if you get your ass whooped by somebody using the new thing, and you can't figure out how to fight the new thing because you don't want to learn about the new thing, you're that's you're on repeating you. yourself again. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think we have uh, we've let this topic run its course because otherwise we're going to keep going in circles about it. Sedge's brain is apparently stuck on repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seem that does seem to be the case. So Under with format. that, thank you all for listening. We love all of you, except you. You know who you are, Steve. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to check out the links to the stuff what we do on the internet down below in the description. And uh, come hang out with us on Twitch, because we do stuff on Twitch. Which is also down in the description. As you already said, stop repeating yourself. Someone send help.
I'm just going to get a Bye. button that just says, stop repeating yourself. Stop repeating yourself. <laughs> stop repeating yourself. Bye. <laughs> He's doing it again. <laughs>